0: terrorist right you're 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 unruly you go to school boards and demand that kids be taught not indoctrinated you demand that we have sovereignty you're not up in martha's vineyard crying big tears because 50 people show up four million four point why do you think hispanics in the Rio grand valley why do you think hispanics in south texas are going to vote for us in record numbers why did they shift to donald trump Because they understand they're being destroyed by their betters in Martha's Vineyard in Nantucket. If you've never had contempt for people, see how they've handled that in Martha's Vineyard. It's revolting, right? They don't mind if it's happened in Del Rio, Texas. They don't mind if it's happened in Eagle Pass. As long as it's Hispanics and white working class, they could care less. That's why they're unworthy of our support. It didn't just happen, right? The people you put in office, the people that are supposed to know better, just looked the other way, And and quite frankly, made out like bandits, right? But it can't go on. Those three elements are what is the party of Davos, a massive administrative state, whether that's in Brussels, or whether it's in Beijing, or whether it's in the United States of America in conjunction with state capitalism, these big oligarchs that that get bigger and bigger and less and less competitive. What, there's three or four media companies, all, you know, a handful of big tech companies. You can see it across the board and a funding mechanism. In this case, the Federal Reserve that just continues to print money. You you do understand we're hurtling towards a financial and economic crisis of, of incalculable, incalculable destruction and disaster. Because all they're gonna come back and do is that they're just gonna print more money, right? They're just gonna do more deficit spending. How did you get the how do we get the thirty-one trillion dollars? By the thirty, if you break it down, eight trillion dollars on the wars in Syria, in Iraq, and Afghanistan, eight or nine trillion dollars, right? Another fourteen or fifteen trillion dollars just on deficit spending. Which by the way, the deficit's gonna be about a trillion and a half, two trillion a year, because we spend a trillion dollars on on uh, on our military, right? And then the other 10 is from the COVID relief. And that doesn't even count. The, 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 really, the $5 trillion orgy of spending we've seen off balance sheet with, with Biden and these radicals, right? So how do we get here? You know, they say you go bankrupt slowly and then all at once. We're beyond bankrupt. The only, the only thing that we can do is continue to print money because of the prime reserve currency. Remember, it's just, just if you see all the, the coaches and the and the, and the with the with the queen and everything, they're sitting there. And it's very elegant and it's you know pomp and circumstance. That ain't Britain today. That ain't Britain after the war. That's from a time when the pound was the prime reserve currency, right? They're still living off that capital, although they're not a particularly relevant nation on the world stage today. Why? Because of the same problem once it goes off the prime reserve currency, we're like Argentina. We're exactly like Argentina. It didn't just happen, right? The people you put in office, the people that are supposed to know better, just looked the other way, And and quite frankly made out like bandits, right? But it can't go on. Those three elements are what is the party of Davos, a massive administrative state, whether that's in Brussels or whether it's in Beijing or whether it's in the United States of America in conjunction with state capitalism, these big oligarchs that, that get bigger and bigger and less and less competitive. What just three or four media companies, all, you know, a handful of big tech companies, you can see it across the board. And a funding mechanism. In this case, the federal reserve that just continues to print money. You, you do understand we're hurtling towards a financial and economic crisis of, of, incalculable incalculable destruction and disaster because all they're going to come back and do is that they're just going to print more money right they're just going to do more deficit spending how did you get the how do we get the 31 trillion dollars by the 30 if you break it down eight trillion dollars on the wars in syria and iraq and afghanistan eight or nine trillion dollars right another 14 or 15 okay. trillion welcome. dollars just uh, we're in the deficits. war room it's saturday 17 september in the year of our lord 2022 welcome we've got uh calamity jane zirkle captain maureen bannon jack Basobic. the team here we're in the great reset actually defeat
1: the great defeat. reset defeat the great Reset. there was some, there was some confusion about that i saw yes. it yesterday in the comments yes
0: yes defeat the great reset not to explain the great reset defeat the great reset we got uh, amazing uh, guest today we're gonna have what uh, dr. James Lindsay we dr. got pa- Patrick Woods from technocracy really the author and father of that line of thinking of course our own Joe Allen uh, Terry Schilling's going to join us so it's be packed a lot of the speakers here today we're gonna talk about day two of the conference that kicked off last night uh, and we're gonna have some other cuts from the speech we the speech last night was two things one is to walk through just uh, the nomenclature and the statics and dynamics of the process of the uh party of davos right to, to make sure that we can lay it out at the beginning of the conference but it's really what's going to take to defeat it what's going to take to defeat it is a populist uprising it's not donald trump Ron DeSantis, tucker carlson steve bannon shirley kirk jack vasovic calamity jane and mo are not going to defeat the uh, great reset or the party of davos or the world economic forum it's going to come from this audience which is uh I'm glad to say, really turned out in, in big numbers. Jane's got, uh, we got a package in the in the B block. Uh, Mo has got, uh, went into the crowd and talked to a lot of people. Jack, give us your assessment, but, particularly but, starting Steve, off last we, night.
1: We we finished the show yesterday here, the the afternoon show. We finished, and you know, not to not to give away our location too directly, but we're we're in in a in a studio that's kind of offset from where the main. Uh, the main ballroom is that everyone's meeting for this, and it's not just a conference, by the way. It's more of a summit. It's a seminar. A, it's workshop. a workshop. Workshop. It's an understanding. This is not the, a raw raw. This it's isn't not a the raw raw. raw, raw right. Oh, we'll have plenty of time for that. At America Fest, by the way. But this is this is understanding. This is if you're gonna get your fingers dirty, you're gonna meet people, you're gonna network, you're gonna read. We've got the new book out. It's Defeating the Great Reset. You go to tposa.com. If you can't make it today, you watch the live stream. You go get the book. By the way, any. Any donation whatsoever gets you the book. So it's, it's quick. It's got Steve, By way, myself, book, Charlie, this, right on the cover. This book
0: is fantastic. It's all, it's, it's all action items. It's, 50, it's all, it's 50 items. pages, but man, you get, you understand the World Economic Forum. You understand the great reset. You understand basically the
1: flaws. Who they are, how we yeah. beat them. That's it's it. So you go to tpsa.com, you get that. It's so, so easy. But when we finished the show yesterday, I walk outside and I'm looking down over and I said, man, what are all these people standing around outside for on the, uh, uh, outside here what are they and then it, it just kind of dawns on me because I, they look up and they all start going hey poso hey it's poso and i look i realize it's a line of people wrapped all the way around the building waiting for the doors to get open wow. for the defeating the great reset conference wow. to begin and it just wow. kind of hit me because look look i just flew in from israel yeah yeah my arms are tired all that but you know i'm a little jet lagged was, oh man these are all people can we hear any more about the us? israel can we hear any more about the israel trip you gonna drop that a few more times and I didn't even mention it once yesterday. No, I, I, I thought about it after the show. I was like, I didn't mention I'm that one time Tanya. at all. I'm waiting
0: for Tanya. Tanya Tay's
1: going to give no, me No, it's when we're off air. I'm, t- 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 I'm telling... I'm no, showing not, Steve stop, the pictures. No, no, no. Wait, wait. We're going to get, get Tanya. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to put you on blast right now because you told me... You have not been there yet. Never been. There You've never been to never the been Holy there. Land, to the never Church of the Holy Sepulchre, to never. the Via Dolorosa, the Stations of the Cross. I set up the, the president's
0: trip there that time. and had to come back because of but the you Mueller. climb Masada. No. Come on. We're going to get no. you there, Steve. We're no. going to get you there. We're supposed to, Trump's supposed to do a speech in Masada. Had it all set up. Dude, that's the Riyadh, Riyad, Riyad, Jerusalem, do,
1: Rome. That was my deal. They right? still do there. Because yeah, you were on the, the Saudi trip, right?
0: I went to the side. and yeah. set it all up, but I had to. Reince and I had to come back because the motor oh, commission. Right. We had came back early. Back. We had, right. Came right. Back right at the end the, I, did, I had the whole Masada thing set up. All of it. Very disappointing. Not good. Second term. Second term. Second term. Second term, term. We start Masada. Um, really impressive. Uh, Jane, give us your thoughts. What it, Tell us what you thought in the first night. We got to package you in the B block.
2: Well, the attendees here are really, really energized, and that's what these globalist elites fear most, because these people are taking action, action, action. They are in their communities. They are volunteering. They are participating in precinct strategy, and that absolutely terrifies the left, and it terrifies the elitists.
0: You're packaging the B block as you ask the question: What's what are you more afraid of? Climate change or or, or,
3: or gl- global glo- warming? Global warming or global, or
0: global governance? Global warming, global go- governance. Wow. So we got we got it's good. It's got a whole Mo. You weren't in the crowd last night. Uh, talking to folks, what's the what's the basic attitude of the folks here?
2: Oh, they're energized, and so many people came from far and wide to see you. A lot of people, as soon as they she's saw me, a,
0: she's such a good daughter.
2: As soon as they saw me, said, "Can we
0: can the producer? Can we book Mo more often?"
2: <laughs> said that they came just to see you, <laughs> and and they watched no, and they fire.
0: and they, watch, okay. and they watch yeah. the not war room. I, tell my agent he's fired. The yeah. guy came up, place Oh, I should have got. How did I not get that ball cap from last they, night? The they guy they gave watch, me. They
2: um, watch war room. Four hours every day yeah. on Saturday. Wow. And watch repeats. Wow. Wow. I mean, so many people wow. are here because of the hardcore. It was, it their was hardcore a hardcore war room posse, and then they. Love Charlie Kirk, products. you
0: guys did. You guys did an incredible job. I mean, the place is packed. Well, We just. You guys just came up with this
1: conference. What a, a week Three, three weeks. weeks ago. Three weeks. Three. This is three weeks of planning. But because Turning Point, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, and I'll, I'll ask Mo this question. But is this the first public event Steve's done since New York? Yes. This, is, yes, this will be the yes. first public yes. event. Yes. Okay, yes. so first yes. public event back on the road. Was New York a public event? And uh, in a sense, it was public spectacle. At least. <laughs> I love um, it. The hanging comes later. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's scheduled for… John, uh, that's, Brown, that's scheduled John for, Brown and Steve Banner. for sweep, sweep. John Brown and Steve Banner. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so what, what Turning Point does, though, is because… And this is actually Turning Point Actions. That's the C4 arm yeah. of the operation. That these events, they've gotten so developed and so mature at holding these events huge. over five, over half a decade now of holding the main events a decade plus of the turning point uh, organization as a whole that when you come into these you see the aesthetics you see the lighting you see the stuff and the stuff yes. that people don't see backstage the way the screens operate the huge team that's back there running everything the music and this is just for you know I, don't, I hate to call this a, a smaller event but even for the hundreds of people who are here now, uh, you know, it's the same we run it the same way that we would run an event that has thousands and thousands of people. So you go to tpsa.com, you can watch the live stream, you get the booklet, and then you can also see that we're holding the, the, another event coming up. It'll be December. Uh I believe it's the sixteenth to the nineteenth, and that's America Fest, and that's gonna be over at the convention center here in Phoenix. The, the convention center. It's not just in the, the convention, convention center f- the, is convention, the convention yeah. center.
0: The convention center is
1: like fifteen thousand people, dude. Yeah, we have the whole place. Wow. We have the whole place. Wow. So th- this event, as big as it is and as wow. amazing as the shots look, this is the size of possibly a We're doing session. We're
0: doing three days live a War Room here in December. We're going to do three days live.
1: Excellent. Yeah. No, it's seems- And there's some other shows. I can't say publicly yeah. yet, but there's some other pretty well-known shows that are going to be live here as well. Some pretty well-known shows that don't travel that much. Pretty
2: well-known <laughs> shows. <laughs> Just, it's like, don't it's don't like Trump the other day.
1: <laughs> big problems.
0: Last, last year, problems. year yeah.
2: AMFest had 10,000. Participants. No, it's amazing. There, yes. so the goal is this year.
0: That's amazing. And for 15. For yeah. and, yep. and it's a great way to fire up the football with a new administration.
2: And yep. I just want to say, sure. at most turning point events, hey, you're you see. Hey, are in war. Where you get to butt you in. See, if you don't, you I'm gonna take. I'm
0: hogging the mic. No, see, I learned you that. See high, yeah, you see yeah, yeah, high yeah. school so and college. Calamity, calamity jane's too nice. She just kind of sits there, <laughs> wait for a package. Yeah
2: turning point events you see a lot of high school and college but I want to say here the audience size is not only high school college it's also you know my generation generation old generations older than me there's some know,
1: boomers here. I would say this is more radio audience. The, yeah, the, this the, yes, radio audience. There,
2: there was a study that came out in the morning consult that said since 2017 there has been a 13 percent shift in young Americans that's age 18 to 34 who now no longer identify as liberals. So that's 13 percent wow. less. Wow. Wow. Since 2017.
0: That's because of the work Charlie Kirk and you guys are doing. I mean, it's getting that word
1: out. Right? Look, it's look, the information. They, the, the liberal. Program that these people are being offered. And that's essentially what the Great Reset is. It's this, it's instant gratification, but you realize that you're on this hamster wheel. There's no wealth formation. There's no capital formation. There's no families. There's no kids. And you start to get to the point where if you're, you know, this sort of centennial, you're a millennial, you're a zoomer, you realize that all the things that we were promised early on going into the financial crisis as we were getting out of college hey wait a minute why are none of those things materializing and now you're you're sitting there if you're one of these elder group you're you're going into your 40s at this point you're looking at 40 and you're saying how come i'm not married yet how come i don't have a own a home how come i don't have kids why did that stuff all pass me by but oh wait let's here's the next marvel movie the next netflix disney's pushing a new star wars thing and am i just supposed to focus on that or is there something more to life
0: uh, here's what we're gonna do in the, we got a block, we got a package from, uh, from Jane. We also have Mike Davis, the great Mike Davis. Two things last night, uh, Garland and these guys hit the panic button, uh, and filed, I think, an emergency stay, uh, late last night with the federal judge. But as Jack Pasovic picks uh, points out, the Fifth Circuit, Dropped a bomb last night. Dude, they're night.
1: losing their minds over the Fifth Circuit.
0: A- as, remember, we always said Roe v. Wade, which is you know a monumental decision of the last court. The more important one in history will actually be the EPA versus West Virginia because that's the deconstruction of the administrative state through the legal methods in the courts. That's what this Fifth District could be, the equivalent of that. This is a bombshell to the progressive left. Mike Davis uh, from Article 3 is going to join us next. We have a package. We got... Uh, Patrick Woods, Dr. James Lindsay, the great Terry Schilling, uh, of course, our own Joe Allen uh, with the executive order of the president. we got a big robot telling us not, nothing's going to happen. Short break. Back in a moment.
1: War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
4: The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide.
1: War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Hey uh, Mo and uh, Jane, let's do something for me. The, the gentleman that came and gave me the ball cap last night, I, I remember the ball cap fell off the podium. And the fellow thing. I want to make sure we get the ball cap. And if if, the, if that individual is watching the show, make sure you connect with. Wait, Mo what did that say? Jane, I couldn't see it one for a while. I second. couldn't even. I was so in the moment with the speech, I couldn't focus on it.
1: You know, my security, you know, security, my security, my, worried about my,
0: that my security, second, my, my, yeah, my yeah. security, my on the ball security was great. Guy walks right up to the audience. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, it's, it's, right up, like I told, oh, no, it it's going to be like, oh, no, I tell it's going to be like, dude, it's just going to in that moment. It's just going to go. Um, we got the great Mike Davis we're going to change the show up a little bit. Ask Mike Davis from Article three. And the reason is big developments overnight with President Trump and uh, and really Merrick Garland, I think and I'm not a lawyer, I think humiliating themselves even more with the middle of the night, I think emergency stay, but then a blockbuster decision out of the Fifth Circuit yesterday. Mike Davis, let's start with the update. What is Merrick Garland doing now? How are they continuing their their ongoing humiliation on the raid and ransack of Mar-a-Lago, sir?
5: Well, Merrick Garland is panicking. He filed for a an emergency motion for a partial stay of Judge Cannon's special master order. They filed this Motion last night in the Eleventh Circuit, uh, uh, the Eleventh Circuit Court of Appeals, which is the appellate court that oversees the Southern District of Florida, essentially they're 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 continuing this incorrect, willfully incorrect legal argument that classified records are not presidential records. Therefore, Trump had no right to have them, and Trump having them, the special master looking at them. Isn't uh, is endangering our national security, which is complete nonsense, and jeopardizing their criminal case, which is complete nonsense. Why did they wait 18 months to go get these records, if Trump having these uh, records at Mar-a-Lago either endangered national security or was a crime? Uh, they are in full panic mode. I, I this is I think it's a frivolous motion. I hope the Eleventh Circuit immediately denies it. They start here's, off. Here, here,
0: here, here's here, here's what I don't understand before you. The optics here. Why put it in the in the middle of the night on a Friday night? Doesn't that sh- it, you should have been organized enough on this thing to come back right away? It, the optics
1: look terrible. It looked like and and, well, and here, the, the thing. Red, go ahead. Can I can I, can yeah, I yeah, the yeah. point I make and, and how you doing? Mike, that it hey. it seems to me from just an optics perspective is that they don't want this special master looking at these documents. They're trying to stop the special master from taking a crack at these documents because maybe just maybe. The Department of Justice has been a little bit less than truthful, possibly in their filings regarding their categorization of these documents.
5: Yeah, I mean, what what David are they Davis. hiding? I mean, they they went in and so Biden greenlighted this unprecedented, unnecessary, unlawful home raid of his political enemy, future and and past political enemy. They went in and grabbed eleven thousand documents. They went through Melania's underwear drawer, baron, 16-year-old baron's room, they got all these documents, they got a general warrant from a biased judge, Bruce Reinhart, who just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit versus Hillary Clinton after a 2017 Facebook post, post trashing Trump. They went back to this biased judge, got this illegal general warrant, raided his home, got all these documents, and they got all these documents based upon a false legal argument that yeah. the president was not entitled to have these records. He's absolutely yeah, entitled but, 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 but to have but, but all but these hang, records. Hang, but hang on
0: a second. Posobiec actually said it better than I did. That, and that was the optics. Not the first time. It, not, That's the optics. Thank you. Those are your good wingman. That's what, the, <laughs> uh, that's what the optics situation. Why did they come in last night and it read like, oh my god you know somebody in the justice department looked like he made a decision okay let this thing go and then somebody said no 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 we can't let him start looking at this stuff and that's why they threw this thing up at the last second that's my point about the, the optics. judge already ruled yeah yeah you're, you're I, trying to appeal ruling did, to judge did, already did, ruled. did
1: you see any
0: anything in there that would be unique to to to, to reverse this or give you an additional stay
5: that's why it looked the optics look terrible to me no i mean it's, as a, it's, non-lawyer. it's a it's a fr- it's a frivolous filing it's a fr- What? Why is the Biden Justice Department so scared to have a sitting Article Three judge? It's not frivolous to them. Yeah, well, I hear. I hear you. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's legally frivolous. But Jack makes the point. The reason this is so important because they are terrified that Trump declassified the Crossfire Hurricane records through a memo on January nineteenth, twenty twenty-one, the day before he left office. The Biden Justice Department dragged their feet and did a Privacy Act review, which was. Complete nonsense. They never released these documents. These documents are damning for Obama, Biden, Hillary, the FBI, the intel community, because they show that they cooked up the Russian collusion hoax, maybe with foreign intel agencies, to get Trump. They wanted to influence the 2006 uh, MI5, election. MI5, MI6.
0: Yep. The Brits, the Brits are all over this. Mike, we have a lot more on this. Um, and you can tell they're on their back foot, the raid and ransack of Mar-a-Lago. Mike Davis has called this. I'm trying to figure out who's got better calls, Cortez on capital markets and Navarro or, or Mike Davis on legal. It's pretty tight, pretty tight race. Article 5, it, you know, Posobiec brings up the point of Blue Check Twitter, it's as okay. much as they hate you and they hate what's happening in Mar-a-Lago and they're saying the judge, you know, you got George Conway on, on CNN every day, you got the MSNBC guys, you, you've got your – Brother Weissman's in full meltdown as as Mike Davis trolls yeah, under him on the Twitter. End of law. <laughs> under the rule of law. Weissman said that a Trump. Remember the tale was he said a Trump's second term. They actually talked about it the other night. He says there's not enough liquor in his cabinet to game through a Trump's second term. <laughs> I may send him a couple of bottles of. We can uh, help you out, Andrew? Yeah, we'll we'll work through on that. But talked about the Fifth Circuit. This bombshell that came out of Wait, about Ken I, Paxton. Just, yeah, yeah, teed so it up, tee Center,
1: it up, So I'm, I'm looking, this Fifth Circuit decision, which is allows the Ken Paxton um, ruling to go forward, the Texas law, and this, this what came down, and I'm just looking at Twitter, these guys, it's trending 24 hours, almost 48 hours after. They're losing their minds. They're saying, this is crazy. The Fifth Circuit has gone nuts. All these Trump appointees, they're, they, I saw those ones. He said, we should launch the Fifth Circuit into outer space, and these are lawyers. These are lawyers coming in, and all your top blue checks, Art Cohen, all these people losing their ever-loving minds over this decision. A hundred years of First Amendment jurisprudence thrown out the window because of Trump judges, Trump appointees. So, Mike Davis, break this down to me from a legal perspective. What did this ruling do, and why is it
5: they're losing their minds so much? Well, to the second question, why are they losing their minds? Because almost all of those Twitter trolls are on Google's payroll, so you can... You can uh, rest assured uh, that they're, 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 they're working overtime last night. Yes, but,
0: but here yes. inside um, baseball, there you go. There inside you
1: go. baseball, Mike Davis. Or Mike, Mike Davis, baseball,
0: inside right baseball. That's where we're, we're trying to tell the audience this is the way the world works. Okay, a little bit.
5: Yeah, it's just spontaneous outrage on a Friday night. Okay, right. Uh, so let's talk, about- <laughs> <laughs>
3: Let,
5: let's talk about this decision. So it's Judge Andy Oldham on the Fifth Circuit, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, Andy Oldham, a great Trump appointee, he's brilliant. I hope he goes on the Supreme Court someday. Essentially, this is what happened. Texas passed a law that bans social media companies with 50 million or more monthly users from viewpoint discrimination. They can't discriminate, discriminate against conservatives and others with whom they disagree. This applies to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube essentially, right? So they file a First Amendment lawsuit in Texas. They get an injunction on the First Amendment grounds. The, the, the uh, Fifth Circuit reversed and said essentially that these corporations do not have a First Amendment right to discriminate against people with whom they disagree. They, they uh, the, the Fifth Circuit essentially considers these uh, big tech platforms as common carriers, just like your telephone the telephone company can't get on your phone and listen to you know or read my text messages to Jack or to Bannon and say you know what Mike's crazy so we're going to kick him off the uh, off this we're going to kick him off his phone because he's crazy they can't do that because these are common carriers uh same with these social media platforms texas calls them common carriers The 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 google funded shills will say the sky is falling we've destroyed the country we've we've destroyed the First Amendment, we're going to sh- destroy the Internet's nonsense. This applies to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.
1: Well, you see, the, the argument that I saw a lot of them making, and the one judge who dissented on this panel um, seemed to be the, holding to this argument that the social media, these tech companies, are like newspapers. And this was the argument that the, uh, the industry um, coalition was putting together in their arguments. But they're not newspapers. It's, as you just said, they're communications platforms Period. That's what they are. And by the way, this is only one step before. Um, I I would go a step further and go ahead and just label them public utilities. But this is one step before doing that. Before, because you can't turn off somebody's water if you don't like their politics. You can't turn off somebody's power. You can't unless you're in California. You can't turn off somebody's um, access to basic utilities if you don't like their politics. Obviously, social media is a communications platform. So, what I, the way I look at it is, this is one step before going to the ultimate step. And by the way, I'm going to say that what what um, I think you're you're alluding to is the fact that it isn't just liberals, by the way, because you also see who big tech-funded libertarian organizations—I'll say small-l libertarian organizations—that are also coming out against this. Is this like uh, oh. is this like the clean air in California?
0: Uh, is, is is this going to go? All over? I mean, how can it just be kept to Texas? it's like the clean air decisions in, in California because it affects the whole nation, Mike?
5: Yes, yes. So it's like the California admission standards. Anytime California changes the admission standards, the auto industry has to change their automobiles worldwide because they have to meet those standards and they can't just not sell cars in California. It's the same with Texas. Texas is so big that uh, you know Twitter can't just say, okay, we're going to stop doing business in Texas. They're going to have to change... Mike, are you saying regime. "Don't
1: mess with Texas"? Yeah,
5: it's, it, I mean, this is it's, this is a this is a huge ruling out of the Fifth Circuit, <laughs> and it's uh, the now that now the Democrats, the Biden White House, can't just run to Twitter and deplatform their enemies.
0: Hey, hang on a second, Mike. We're going to ask you to stay over. I know you're jammed this morning, but I got a couple of other uh, questions to uh, the audience wants to put to you, Mike Davis. Uh, Article three, blockbuster decision. This shows you, ladies and gentlemen. The importance of these down ticket races, these AGs and Secretary of State, the AGs, Ken Paxson has been at the tip of the spear. He was the very first guy we interviewed on uh, on J- January 20th, right after the uh, inauguration. We had uh, Ken Paxson to say how he was going to work with Biden, where they could do it, but
1: fight otherwise. Short break. War Room. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon.
4: The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide.
1: War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
0: Okay, welcome back. Uh, it is uh, Saturday, 17th September, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Um, it is the anniversary of the Battle of uh, Sharpsburg, or Antietam, depending on what side of the football you were on. Single bloody's uh, Day. Single bloodiest day in American history, and if uh, people have not been to the Antietam battlefield in Maryland, it is quite an experience. The, um, the cornfield, the sunken road, and the bridge. It's an incredible, incredible battle uh, between the um, Army of Northern Virginia and General McClellan. Maybe we've got a chance to talk a little bit about that later, Jack, try mm-hmm. to fit it in. Uh, very honored, we've got uh, Patrick Wood, and he is a technocracy in the hard road to the wor- world order also Rising technocracy, technocracy, Rising. These are kind of definitive books that really called out the history of the World Economic Forum and globalization and all that years ago. Patrick, thank you so much. We're going to get to you in a second. We got Patrick Wood. We got Joe Allen. And Patrick, part of my speech last night was about the executive order. And Patrick, you were the first guy really to, 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 to drill into that. So we're going to spend that time uh, with these guys for the next couple of segments i want to go while well, we got um mike davis mike just what's the implication blue check twitter is losing it the paid uh hacks and trolls of, of, of twitter how seminal is this decision right now and will this go immediately to, is this going to go to the supreme court in this session what's the status because this? this jack this 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 mean, is a trillion dollar fight. This is a trillion. By the way, is, is, is War Room going to be back on YouTube this afternoon? Is that going to I've been banned everywhere, baby. Oh. Are we going to the Lone Star? Do we have to domicile in the Lone Star State to uh, to do that? Mike, what's the implication of this? Pershovic said it's a trillion dollar fight. Is that true, sir?
5: Yes, and it will go to the Supreme Court. Uh, I'm not sure how the Supreme Court will rule. Uh, there's the There's the Clarence Thomas. Uh, Clarence Thomas uh, supports Andy Oldham's theory about common carrier. So, uh, you know, it could be five to four for, uh, for Texas or five to four for big tech. It's, it's just unclear how it will shake out in the Supreme Court. I, I hope it's five to four for Texas.
0: Well, you're saying, uh, by the way, but Gorsuch and, and, and Thomas are of, of, of one thought on this, the, the, in, in Alito, the, the basically the center of gravity of the thinking of the uh, of the new right.
5: I think it's going to come down to Kavanaugh uh, and Roberts and it's going to be I mean, it doesn't really matter with 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 Roberts as much anymore because Trump transformed the five to four uh, John Roberts court to the five to four Clarence Thomas court. So it's going to come down to to Kavanaugh, whether he. But isn't uh, that okay? You've dedicated you.
0: People don't realize you do so much for us on Trump and all this stuff and you're the best and you did the Supreme Court justice. Really, your focus has been this whole thing about the tech oligarchs. I mean, Mike Davis has dedicated his life to saying, Hey, we got to really start taking these things apart. I mean, it's really to go after the administrative states technological parts. The reason we got Patrick Wood here today. But, but Mike, when you mention that, don't we get into the whole, you know, you know, Kavanaugh and Roberts, they're part of the DC elite, correct? The DC elite don't want to, the DC elite are in business. Remember, Facebook, one of the people – the the secret uh, inside baseball is the reason it's tough to sue these guys. They've hired every law firm. They've hired all the lobbyists. Remember, when when your business is based upon algorithms, your operating income is massive. These guys throw off so much cash and they've bought everybody in town, right? That's why it takes a guy like Ken Paxton – to go after them, well right is, that's why you need kobach in kansas we need more of these uh, ags to start taking things on because all the law firms it's even hard to sue these am i wrong mike davis is it even hard to take these guys to court with great teams because they basically got dc bought and paid for
5: and they've had dc bought and paid for for decades they passed the communications section 230 of the communications decency act back in 1996, which gives them unprecedented immunity to, to do what they do. So it, uh, I, I started the Internet Accountability Project after I started the Article Three Project. The Article Three Project does the judicial fight. Internet Accountability Project was the first group on the right to take on big tech. And we're, we're calling for big tech's breakup. We're calling for repeal of Section 230. We wanna change the whole business model. The business model for big tech is, is they give you all this free stuff, oh, free internet, Searches, free email, free Google Maps, free everything we think. But how did Google Google become a trillion dollar company if they're giving out freebies all day? It's because they're selling us. We're the commodity. They they gather as much information as they can on us. It's a surveillance model. And then they sell us to advertisers and they make trillions of dollars off of that. And if there's any like like you guys discussed, Jack discussed it, and you did too, Steve, if you mess with their algorithms, that is their business model. That's why this is so deadly well, and like, to big tech in their business model.
1: I wanna, I wanna try to walk people through this, because this is the war room. You know, this, is, this isn't this is the 101 level, this is the 301, this is the masters, so graduate level. So the common carrier argument, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong on my history on this, but. Yeah, this actually goes back to Teddy Roosevelt, the trust busting and the railroads, if I remember correctly. So the idea is that, um, you know, if you're a railroad and you had, you know, some kind of special deal with a certain company, it was about the freight and you couldn't you know drop people or charge people more because his idea was be- that it was so important that you had to have public accommodations. Now, the other public accommodation laws that we see come along uh, are through the civil rights area, but originated actually with railroads, if I have that right.
5: Yeah, that's correct, Jack. And think about it this way: these companies are so, we with big tech, these are government-created and government-sponsored monopolies. They're government-created yes, and sponsored. Yes, because yes, they,
0: yes, uh, yes. Amen, brother. Had
5: Section Two Thirty immunity, which was supposed to pre- protect these tech infants from being wiped off the map from defamation lawsuits by advertisers. And the tech infants from 25 yes. years ago are now trillion-dollar big tech monopolists. Google, well, and Amazon. And this is Al Gore. Al Gore, I want to protect
1: this industry. I want it to flourish. I want my, it to
5: do well. That's government. Mike,
1: before we let you go,
0: pasoba right? I've argued this for a long time, but I'm not a lawyer. Are these essentially public utilities? Yes. They ought to be regulated like public utilities. Get get They ought to have state, you know, get the rate of return that a public utility has. is And, and basically be, you know, you can opt in, but your data is your own. Your digital self. Yes. is yours to decide if you want to monetize or not is that the way to do it sir
5: yeah, yes yeah, we know. need not only are they public utilities we need to break them up and we've proven that these are actually just government agencies when the white house can can call when tony fauci gensaki can call facebook when they can call twitter when they can call google's youtube and say you know kick this yeah. this covid just denier or science yeah. denier off your platform that is yes. government sponsored censorship yeah. And when we have monopoly, that's why we need to break up monopolies. That's why we need to get behind S2992, the big tech non-discrimination bill. We need to break up big tech.
0: But, uh, Mike, how do people get to both of you, Article 3 and what you're doing here on the Internet Accountability Act, how do they get to all the aspects? See, Mike Davis is what we say in the business. He's got range. Mike Davis has range. How, how, do, you, how do they get to all of it, Mike? And particularly – the hottest Twitter feed, even, he's even spicier than Jack Posobiec, Mike Mike Davis's Twitter feed. Because he's got these battles with guys like Weissman and this. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he because he's winning. Because he's he, winning. Locks he, he, locks locks, he, he locks horns. He, he locks horns. I just dropped bombs. <laughs> Mike, how, Mike so, how do people yeah, get to uh, you? How do they get to you?
5: So it's article3project.org, article3project.org, at article3project, at article, three project, at article number 3 project. And my personal is at MRDDMIA, mrddmia. Mm-hmm. And we have a link on there to get to the Internet Accountability Project,
0: brother. Thank you so much. Your warrior audience loves you, and uh, wish you're out here with us. But fantastic, Steve. Can I? Yeah, can sure. I connect I, something real quick? Yeah, on sure, this sure, sure, sure. I want to go back to what sure. you
1: what you spoke about yeah. last night. We played at the beginning yeah. here. Traditionally, there have been three power nodes in the United States. It's been DC, Wall Street, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Right. You walked through Wall Street at length last night. Mm-hmm. You walked through. DC at length, mm-hmm. Hollywood, of course, we mm-hmm. know that's a power node when it comes to public mm-hmm. influence. But now, since the rise of the dot com bubble and the yeah. tech oligarchs, there's a fourth power node, and yeah. that's big tech. That's Silicon Valley. The algorithm. And that's the only yeah. one that hasn't been brought to. And so the other three here, situation. hasn't been brought to heel. Where it hasn't been brought to yeah. heal, But the other three, by yeah. the way, are also looking as to ways they can either A, cash in on this, yes. or B, um get you know get in on use that power for themselves you serve it for themselves because you see of course the way that these three all play together um with silicon valley though the question though is they're tied directly to the people and if the people actually start going and working with folks like um, like Ken Paxton in Texas, electing these people, get Abe Hamaday up in Arizona, Yes. then you get governors like Carrie Lake, get governors like Doug Mastriano, who will pass laws like this in 50 out of 50 states. You need AGs. Now, suddenly, yeah. they don't know what they're going to be huge. able to do. This is the Teddy Roosevelt yeah. model. You yeah. need the bull moose energy, and that's the... New M- Mike,
0: we're going to have you back on Monday, go through this in detail. Naomi if we get got tons of people on the medical freedom side, Malone, all of them want to come on Monday is going to be a big show, so we'll have you back on. Mike, thank you so much for taking time away today on Saturday to join us. Davis, tip of the spear in all this stuff, a real warrior. Thank you, Mike. So, uh, Joe Allen, do the introduction of, of Patrick Wood. I've, we've had Patrick on the show before. It's really – he's a seminal thinker, and one of the reasons we're here with The Great Reset is that years ago, he was warning – about. years ago, decades ago, he was warning us about this. Joe Allen.
3: Yes, Steve. Uh, Patrick Wood actually has been a huge influence on in my own work. Uh, we've been in contact since I interviewed him for The Federalist, it must have been a year and a half ago. Uh, you know, there was a formulation that really, really stuck with me that uh, he presented in a, a talk called uh, uh, Transhumanism and Technocracy, The Evil Twins, or something like that. I think I just mangled your title, sorry, but I do remember the formulation, which is that um, as technocracy is to the society, so transhumanism is to the people in that society. And they're oftentimes conflated, but those two concepts, technocracy, or rule by experts, rule by scientists, and transhumanism, the more personal kind of religious philosophy inherent in that, uh, two separate concepts, but they are intimately wed and I think that, um, uh, he has really done more than anyone to bring consciousness to the technocracy movement. And he's got a forthcoming book. I'll let him announce that, I suppose. Oh, wow. Uh, a forthcoming book, uh, that really shows the connection between technocracy
4: and transhumanism. Patrick Wood- Great man. Great. You know, during World War II, when, uh, when the Allies were lining up on both sides of the, uh, of the fight, They didn't uh, all exist at the beginning of the conflict. It took time to develop the allied relationships and so on. This is exactly what's happened between technocracy and transhumanism. They weren't necessarily connected, say, 20, 30 years ago, but they are now. And they found uh, common ground uh, from a number of reasons, but they found common ground to work together. And now we see the World Economic Forum is openly talking about both of these items, not only the great reset and the sustainable development, which I argue is technocracy, but also transhumanism, especially transhumanism. They're very open about hijacking the evolutionary process and taking over and recreating man and other living things into their own image or their own ideas or imagination. It's absolutely crazy.
0: We're going to get back to some definitional work in a second. We only got a minute here before break. But uh, the executive order, it was, you know, Joe Allen told me immediately, says, hey, Patrick Woods got to the heart of that executive order. Those two lines in there where they say essentially the human cell and biology is just as programmable as the silicon chip. Is that the tell?
4: It is uh, there was a lot more than that, but because it reinforced it, but that is absolutely the tell. This is pure unadulterated transhumanism, and it's being brought into the, the entire institution, whole of government type of operation it was called
0: Whole government.
4: Whole of government, that's in kind of a new term in the last yeah. 20 years,, yeah. but it's it's very dangerous, and uh, it is a complete wholesale uh, giveaway of our country yeah. towards the transhuman movement.
0: If you look at uh, we're going to get into transhumanism, if you think it's been science fiction, you know, we've had uh, Joe Allen now with us, I think, about a year and a half. If you think it's science fiction, understand it is hardcore science fact now from the White House with two billion dollars of your money to back it up. Plus all the private equity. Trillions of dollars are going to go into this. Okay, short commercial break. Patrick Wood, the father of the concept of technocracy. Joe Allen, our transhumanist specialist. Jack Basobic from Human Events Daily and one of the leaders of the Charlie Kirk's great effort here. On defeating defeating the Great Reset. Remember, there is no substitute for victory. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back into war in a moment.
5: We will fight till We rejoice when Let's take down the
1: the new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
0: Okay, welcome back. We have Patrick Wood, Jack Posobiec, and Joe Allen. Uh, Patrick, so in this block, I want you just to take it and and, and talk about it. I want to make sure people understand, what is technocracy? You've described it. What's the history of how we got here to this fusion of, to, to the Oval Office on Thursday where they signed this executive order that is going to have profound implications? But here's the good news. It's now, we're now out in open battle, right? There's no more hiding the football. This thing is in your face, and it's so well thought through, and they had the summit on Friday to, to actually put the money, and you said the whole of government. They want a whole of society. They want a whole society. What is technocracy? Why is it not more nutcase, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theory, uh, et cetera, et cetera? Sir? Yeah.
4: I think you said it right. You said it first, I'm sure, that uh, techno- or that uh, transhumanism is going to be the main topic uh, on people's minds in the next couple of years, especially moving into the 2024 election cycle. I think you're right on that now. I, I kind of had a, I had a question mark at first. I thought, well, I know it's coming, but I didn't really see how much – Biden's executive order blew it wide open. It just absolutely put it over the top. Where this started, this whole ideology, this mechanistic ideology that we're all just a, you know, a bunch of atoms that happen to get together and you know we ended up being real smart or something like that. This is uh, started back in the 1930s. Technocracy was a movement back then at Columbia University. They crystallized what they called a new internet or a new economic order. Um, they wanted it to be a resource-based economic system, exactly like. Um, Uh, Sustainable development is today with the United Nations. This is what uh, this is what it became, and uh, it kind of died out in the 30s and 40s. But Zbigniew Brzezinski in the early 70s brought it back. With uh, he was at Columbia University too when he did. He wrote a book called Between Two Ages, America's Role. I just
0: want to pause here Mm -hmm. because you're the first guy really brings up Mika Brzezinski's father, who was the National Security Advisor after after uh, Kissinger, was always looked as uh, the markdown version of Kissinger. Kissinger wrote these big books. And, and and Patrick's first guy to say it. If you go back, Kissinger's book's kind of all in the moment. Brzezinski's book actually was prophetic. Yes, right it was. about where the yes. where the world was really yes. going. Correct, yes, was, and that's he, why he's kind of the father of this new this yes. new line of
4: thinking. He was brilliant. brilliant. I didn't agree with anything right. he said, but he's absolutely a brilliant strategist, and uh, his mark on the world will be felt for for as long as we're here. I have to say. But Brzezinski brought it back, and that was the birth of uh, modern globalization at that point. And technocracy became the meme primarily to grab the resources of the world and put it into the hands of the elite. Um, It was a resource grab, and the simplest point of it, uh, that was their dilemma back then, when the dollar was unhooked from gold and fiat currency was a thing of the day. The big bankers like David Rockefeller knew that there would be a finite end, a definite end to money one day, and the thing to do in the meantime the is fiat to grab currency, all the resources. The
0: fiat currency.
4: That's right, fiat currency. So now they, they're they grabbing resources all around the world. And uh, we see almost every industry is consolidated down to four or five companies. We see the uh, world, you know, the heritage zones have been established all around the world to take uh, prime uh, development out, out of, uh, you know, the the development sphere private property, uh, you property. Know, um, patrick can if, I, if i, if I yeah. could just
3: point out something that you've talked about a lot too um a- along with gathering up and and taking ownership and command of resources that includes genetic codes uh yes. you've talked a lot about this yes. that, uh, yeah. that basically there's a a desire to own not only the mm-hmm. the resources itself the, the natural resources but to patent certain genetic codes
4: Absolutely right, and this is where transhumanism has merged in with technocracy. The, the idea of resources—nobody really realized when they first started talking about resources—that you and I are resources. <laughs> this, this changes everything. When we become the resources as well, um, then that means they want to modify and examine, and you know, uh, take over the human condition as well. And genetic modification has been in the works now from. Uh, visibly since the early 1990s with the establishment of Agenda 21 and sustainable development. It's It was the biggest thing back then and it's still the biggest thing today. Taking over genetic life is just absolutely insane. But that's that was their stated goal and it still is their stated goal today. We see it in the executive well, in, order. In,
0: in the executive order. The executive yes. order essentially, basically says, almost quote, is that uh, we view a biology in the human cell as a programmable – as a silicon chip, yes, right? Yes.
3: So, you know, uh, Patrick immediately drew the connection to eugenics. I mean, uh, the philosophy that 100%. the human being is inherently flawed genetically and can be either uh, perfected or corrected or eliminated, uh, that sits at the, uh, the basis of the quest to perfect the, the human genome, and he immediately drew that. Well,
0: well, it, the three things they're talking about is edited homo sapien, enhanced homo sapien, the man machine merger, right? The man machine merger and then human 2.0. Mm-hmm. This is why it has to, we have to, we are politicizing this. We're going to go, I mean, we're going to make these people famous that are doing it right. The reason we have to do it, we have to have a national dialogue and discussion right now. If we're to go down this path, the country has to be united. And that's the, as disunited we are, you have to be united. And by the way, this is going to, you're going to see the cards flip over here. You're going to see on uh, who's on our side of the football. I don't want to say one of my big rivals in the White House the other day said, you know, he wanted to live forever. Right. (laughs) Be immortal. That Because that when he cut to it all with all these guys and what they're working on, you know, Bezos and all these Elon Musk with the nerdship, the elites, because they're godless and have no spirit, they're 100 percent focused on immortality for themselves. The whole when you look at the real research. Behind the scenes, Joe Allen, Patrick, uh, your thoughts that they're they're focused on their own immortality. Right. And they don't get the devil catch the high most of any kind of societal destruction. But the the convergence here that you have homo sapiens on this side of that line and you have on the other, you have uh, you have, uh, you know, homo sapien 2.0. Is the most critical discussion we have to have as a
4: society, Patrick? Well, Wood. The- it should. And if you, if you think that your data is at issue right now, people are complaining about Facebook and yes, Google your and digital If you self. think your data yes. is important, yes. how about your DNA? Yes. yes. I mean, that's kind of an order of magnitude or three or four or five beyond just it's the huge. data.
1: The CCP is building massive data libraries yes. of your biodata, and You need to understand this. 23andMe, all this stuff, it's all being shared. That's where the mining centers are. Why is it that the CCP, through their Wuxi investment firm, is invested yes. as, a, as an investor in 23andMe? Was well, it the
0: physical, the biological, and the digital? Is that it, uh, Joe Allen? Correct. The physical? Is that the Hegelian dialectic? We're going to talk about that next? The, he, the Hegelian dialectic? I think we're getting some of that it's very important hang in here okay uh we're at the defeat the great reset conference we'll be back in a moment war room posse you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies they resell your communications and personal data
1: and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.
0: Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart.